The U.S. debt ceiling talks remain on the headlines. Of course, U.S. yields and the U.S. dollar are pushing higher, but interestingly, gold is down and U.S. equities remain well upbeat. To tell you how much, investors are kind of sure that there will be no default for the U.S. government whatsoever. So welcome. This is Swiss Code's Daily Market Talk. So yesterday was just another day with the same topics, really. The U.S. debt ceiling talks obviously did continue. U.S. President Joe Biden expressed some optimism about reaching a deal soon. The U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said that the U.S. Treasury will soon be running out of money and won't be able to service its debt and pay all of its bills. The U.S. two-year yield pushed higher to about 4.30% mark. The S&P 500 was actually kind of little changed near the levels last seen last summer, while Nasdaq 100 index is now above last summer's peak and is now trading at the highest level since April 2021. And the fact that even Nasdaq doesn't react to the rising U.S. yields is actually a sign that investors don't see the U.S. default on its payments at all. And a last-minute deal is obviously the base case scenario. So yes, everyone out there, every investor out there watches the debt ceiling saga in the U.S. as an American film, knowing that there will eventually be a happy ending. So that's actually the question is, does this equity rally that we have been seeing since the beginning of this year really make sense? Well, the answer is yes and no. I mean, I don't know. But yes, because the first quarter earnings season was nowhere near as catastrophic as analysts expected it to be. The expectation was a 7% fall in the S&P 500 earnings in the first quarter, which would have been the worst profit drop since 2020. And yet, with almost all companies in the S&P 500 having revealed their first quarter results, the earnings per share fell only by 1.5%. So this was the second straight quarter retreat in the S&P 500 earnings, but down from the record high profits posted in 2022. So earnings are quite fine, really, but the U.S. yields are pushing higher and recession risk loom and the Federal Reserve officials don't seem to be backing off from their fierce fight against inflation in the U.S. because it's just yesterday that St. Louis Fed President James Bullard, who is happily but happily not a voting member this year well he said that he would back two more interest rate hikes in the US in 2023 and his Minneapolis colleague uh, Kashkari said that even if the Federal Reserve decided to bypass an interest rate hike in its June meeting well it should make sure to let investors know that tightening is not over just yet so that was quite hawkish and that with the fact that the U.S. Treasury will be actually refilling its general account as soon as the U.S. debt ceiling deal is reached means that the financial and more specifically the liquidity conditions will tighten in the next few months in the U.S. rather than the contrary. So the outlook is kind of tighter and that's not necessarily good news for stocks altogether. But I still expect obviously a further positive push in the US stock markets before the liquidity headache kicks in if there is a debt ceiling deal on the wire. So we will likely see the S&P 500 clear that 4200 resistance with the news of an eventual debt ceiling deal 
within the next couple of days but we will have to wait a little more for the news to break in just maybe a couple of days a week maybe as i was saying over the past weeks giving up on the debt ceiling negotiations and striking in just too early deal is bad politically speaking both parties will compromise on their objectives obviously and they have to show to their supporters to their voters that they actually vote until the very very end the thing is as we move closer to d-day so that's the june 1st deadline the risk of an accident will be rising and that could actually shake the markets a little bit so that's a risk but for now when i look at the vix index i see that the volatility is at perfectly comfortable levels for equity traders we are now at the year-to-date low range anyway today we happily have a deluge of pmi data from around the world which could finally help us turn our head away a little bit from the u.s debt ceiling talks although we are going to have our eyes set on the u.s debt ceiling talks still in japan the flash pmi data released this morning show that services expanded faster in may while manufacturing activity unexpectedly turned into expansion happily right happily though with such a massive support from the bank of japan well it's actually good news that the japanese manufacturers are at least feeling better despite the soft and cheap yen which actually makes the cost of raw materials more expensive for the japanese manufacturers by the day the dollar yen is now approaching the 139 level that means that inflation in japan will only get worse from the actual levels if the bank of japan doesn't step in and do something but until then the widening spread between well, the japanese and the u.s race u.s heels support a further advance in the dollar yen toward the 140 psychological mark elsewhere the euro dollar remains well bid around the 108 mark with manufacturing uh, pmi figures seen slightly slightly less in the contraction zone than the previous month so a better than expected set of economic data pmi figures could actually help fueling the european central bank hawks today and give a positive spin to the euro at the current levels european central bank chief lagarde and spanish central bank head de cos reiterated their hawkish stance over the past couple of days they both said that the european central bank is already at an advanced monetary policy tightening level but but that the bank will actually continue raising the interest rates and will keep the interest rates at sufficiently restrictive levels to bring inflation back to the two percent policy target in europe and given that the european central bank doesn't deal with a banking crisis or political shenanigans or debt ceiling problems or whatsoever the hawkish calls from the european central bank members are actually more credible than their colleagues across the atlantic ocean therefore i actually Actually still think that the medium-term outlook for the euro remains positive against the US dollar yet of course the short-term direction in the euro dollar will mostly depend on the US dollar and on the US dollar appetite into the US debt ceiling deadline the rising US yields and safe haven demand for the greenback these days actually do support the US dollar in the actual context of uncertainty and the dollar could hold on to its gains in the few coming days 
price. Interestingly, however, gold doesn't actually see much demand or safe haven demand despite the looming debt ceiling talks in the US and the rising default risk. Inflows remain actually limited and the price pressures in gold are to the downside. Now, of course, the stronger US dollar and the rising yields in the US do weigh on gold appetite at a time where investors would actually be ready to take on a little more of a higher opportunity cost for holding the non-interest bearing gold due to the rising default risk. But that's not happening. And the fact that equities remain strong despite the rising US yields could actually also explain why investors prefer the better yielding assets right now. Well, to gold. In the energy space, while well, US grid remains in a tight trading range above the $70 per barrel level, bulls are obviously skeptical as looming ceiling talks in the US are not ideal for oil appetite, but bears are rare as well below the $70 per barrel level as the lower the price of crude, the higher the risk of another OPEC intervention at the next OPEC meeting, which will actually take place at the beginning of next month the next OPEC meeting will be at June 4th and it's quite funny actually because Bloomberg compares the price of a barrel of crude to IKEA's Billy bookcases they say that a barrel of crude doesn't even pay a Billy bookcase these days whereas it had the purchasing power to buy two Billy bookcases a decade ago so no wonder the next OPEC meeting is expected to spice things up a little bit but until then we will likely see some strong strong resistance into the 50 day moving average level which stands around the 74.50 dollar mark and into the 100 day moving average which is just shy of the 76 dollar per barrel level so this is all for today i'm ipek oskardeshkaya and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your supportive and interesting feedbacks i hope this episode of market talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you so please do not hesitate to leave your comments your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on instagram on twitter and on linkedin for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading